they are today. Do they not look glorious? Come on now. I didn't hear you. Do, do they not look like a company that somebody reasonable would want to join? Now, therefore, when you are given instruction to come in a particular outfit, all men should do it. If you have a child of 18, or no, child, sorry, a man of 18 who is a student, parents should endeavor to make sure that your child does not fall out of company. It is a good thing to be obedient, and it is a glorious thing to glorify God. I will together now. I'm sure that um, the rendition from the Light of the World Choir International percolated your membrane, your spiritual membrane, and it has filled every lacuna that could have caused some spiritual quagmire so that everybody is standing on the solid ground now ready for the rain that comes from heaven if that be the case put your hands together for the lord jesus amen forevermore shall we just have a word of prayer father we thank you so much for your mercy and for your people the bible says the light shines in darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it and we give you the praise the light that comes from heaven that resides in the heart of those who have received him through whom life is given to mortal men father we bless your name for the light of the world thank you for what you have been doing from monday which is our first day Thank you for the revelation of knowledge, impartation, and power manifestations. And thank you, O Lord, our King, even for giving us such a great weather yesterday when we all gathered together in a family from fair. And today is the last day. Yes, Lord. Let the Spirit upon your Son, O Father, rest upon everyone here. It shall come to pass, everyone that is under my voice, Upon them shall descend and be alighted the spirit divine that quickens the mortal bodies of men, that strengthen their spirits, illuminate their heart, and open their minds. While they met, we were walking with the two disciples in the road of Emmaus. They did not recognize that it was you. Like many today come to church and they do not have recognition of you, even in the presence and the midst of them. Like many people go follow you today, but they do not have the recognition of you when you are standing by them. Is this month not the month of revelation? So, my God, the Bible says you open their eyes. I haven't read the whole scriptures to them. You open their eyes to understanding and then they had. When you call Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1, the Bible says you, you show Jeremiah a vision, but he cannot see. And then you ask him, what did you see? He said, I can see nothing. So then you took the word and put it in his mouth. After he ate the word, you showed him the same vision. And you asked him, Jeremiah, what can you see? He said, I can see an almond tree. Lord, the word that will come out of me today, let it become food to the spirit of those who hear. Let it give sight and illumination to those who hear me. That the eyes of man may be opened to the divine spirit of Most High. So that the people of God can no, will no more walk in gloom, but they shall walk in the light of the Father. 
so shall it be and so it is. If anyone is sick under my voice, during this world they will be healed of their diseases. Those who are bound shall be delivered. Those who are pressed shall be set free. And your name shall be glorified. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Please let's take our seats in the heavenly places. You know, today, my message to you is summary of what God has been speaking since Monday. And because of that, I will ask that Pastor Tyre should time me. I should finish this message 20 minutes exactly. For the message of the week, I will encourage all of you to go and get the tips. But what is the theme of the week? The theme of the week is that man Jesus. And this theme came off from our main caption for every year, the men who changed their world. Now, and the Lord centered our heart to read where the name, the light of the world came out from. How did the men's group of Christ with Tabernacle bear the name, the light of the world? Now, we look in the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to verse 16. It says, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good work, your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Now, if we look at this scripture, there are ten things that I deduce from the, the, the scriptures. The fourth thing is that Jesus said, we are the light of the world. That is, every Christian who are born again, you are the light of the world. The second significant thing is that Jesus said, you are a city. And the, the reason why I looked at this in application to how many believers think, the time has come for those who believe in Jesus to understand who they truly are. Satan does not want a Christian to discover the true meaning of salvation. Salvation is not just to make you go to heaven, but it's also to make you reign on earth. Salvation is not just born again and you go to heaven. No. Salvation is born again. When you die in Christ, you go to heaven. But there is a walk on earth that you ought to walk. I will together now. And believers cannot operate those things unless you discover it. The lives of Christians should be a ruler life. Christians should be rulers of nations. But the fact is that a lot of Christians suffer for nothing. So the first thing is you are light. There is no darkness in light. Second thing is that you are a city. In your head is the ability of a city. And the third thing is that you have been built on the hill. Who built you? Jesus himself. He did not build you on the, in the valley so that you cannot be seen. He has built you on a hill. And then the fourth is that you cannot be hidden. Any city built on a hill, you can never, it cannot be hidden. You will see it. While we were, uh, last year we went on a cruise with some of the, the ministers of prophetic voice of a holiday. When we were in the, on the sea, there are some cities that are built on the hill in the, in the night. Where you see a lot of darkness, the moment you see those cities, the light reveals them. They look so glamorous. It is impossible for you not to see them. 
And I began to share with mommy that, look, there are some things you read in the Bible you never understand until you move out. A city that is built on a hill cannot be hidden now. Remember I told you that that is the reason why if you are a Christian and you go to work, people will soon recognize that you are different to others. If you say you are a Christian and in your work there is no distinction about you, the fact is this, you are not born again at all. Don't make a mistake to die. You are not born again at all. Because nobody can put on white and enter into the midst of those who put on black and they didn't recognize him. If you are born again, because you are built on a hill by the Lord, okay? Anyone that is born again, the Lord will bring you from the low form and put you on a hill. Anywhere you enter, people recognize you. Now, when people recognize you, therefore, we recognize, therefore, Jesus now said, let your light shine. If people recognize you, they have an expectation, all right, on you, which they don't have with others. And when they go closer to you and discover that you are not different from them, then they will trample you underfoot. That's what you become. You become useless. And that's why you have some Christians who say that everywhere I go, people are against me. It's because you are not shining your light. And so you are trampled on the foot. God cannot help you in this matter. Because Jesus said, it is your duty to shine your light. And when you shine your light, because people are attracted to you as a believer, they want to see the distinction. God's life inside you must be reflected among them. So that you are not, you don't join them in all their atrocities. You don't join them in their plots. You don't join them in the abuse of their lips. You don't join them in gossip. You don't join them in backbiting. Everything that the world do, you don't join them. They will draw a line when it comes to you. Whenever they want to do those stuff, and you are there, they will say that, oh, we are so sorry. You will know that you are not part of this. If in your office, in your family, and around the world, people cannot identify that with you, you are not saved. Jesus said, let your light shine. No one can shine a light he does not have. But you who are saved, your light must shine. That is your life in Christ. Your godliness must transcend that of the Pharisee. Your normal life should be a life of obedience to the living God. He says you must shine your light. <clears throat> because if you don't shine your light, you will put under. Many will trample you under foot. But if you shine your light, he says, you will put on the stand. It says, neither do, we, do people light a lamp. And put it under the bowl. Instead, they put it on the stand. When the light shines, you put it on the stand. Why? So that it can give light to everyone in the house. Now, let me say something to you. Therefore, if you look at the application of this in the area of gifts, if somebody here operates as a prophet, people will soon be going to him. Correct? And if anybody comes and needs prophetic revelation, we will tell them to go to him or her. If anybody has a gift and that gift comes up, we will soon direct people to go to him. Now, there is a, a brother in this church who had just, he, dis, he has a gift and academic knowledge. And all the time I've been telling every one of you that you must affect other people with any knowledge you have. You must serve humanity with your knowledge. A successful man is not a person who is successful in a career. It's a person who is successful but he is able to raise other people to success 
Your success is not measured by your monolithic view or monolithic success. It is measured by how many people you are able to make successful among, along with yourself. That's a successful man. Because a time will come that your monolithic ad, uh, success is, 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 not, uh, is, 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 is irrelevant. And in those days, people that you have raised, they are the ones who will be, you know, relevant at the time. They are four. And I've taught you in this church, anything you have, God gave you to you to serve humanity. And one of us, who is a data scientist, a mathematician, and a statistician, and then he discovered the, the door open in data science, and he, he, he went into data science, and in this country, is one of the leading data scientists in this country. So the place we are by his organization asked him to be training other people who are executives and people in the op- operations. And he also designed the training manual. And when he did this for a while, he felt himself that, why can't I do it in the church? I should raise people in the church. Apostles have been saying it. You will recognize that anything I know, I come and tell, talk to you, to, to, tell you about it. And we look for someone to bless by it. And he came to me. And today, we'll be awarding certificates to 18 graduates that he has produced in Christ with Abernacle, London, who are now in the field of data science. That is an outstanding achievement. Really, I discovered that one of those he trained, he has a master's degree in data science. Okay? Somebody who has a master's degree is a, is a, is a computer scientist, then he did a postgraduate in data science. And yet, when this, this opportunity came, he came to the lecture. And he was telling me yesterday on their final day that, Apostle, I have a master's degree, very high grade master's degree in data science. He said, what Brother David taught us? <laughs> he said, it's not what we are taught in the master's degree. You know, the reason is because Brother David is a master's degree they will teach you what you want to do, they will teach you many more things because you are trained to be a manager. If you, are, if you go for a master's program in any career, that is the end of academics in that career. Okay? If you decide to go for PhD, you are going for intellectuals, not profession. A PhD is not a profession, it's an academician. But if you do a master's degree in an area or field, for that field, there's no more thing to read. Which means that your first degree is to help you become but your master's degree is to help you master that field so that you can be a proper manager to manage others, other professionals in that profession. But you know, there is something that um, is the major difference between your master's degree and a course like this is that this man is in the industry. He is interested in application of data science. That's his interest. So, in, in having interest in getting people to know how to apply data science, then he had to teach them the brain behind it, and logarithms and the rest of them. Then he had to teach them all fields of application of data science, and what is behind data science itself in application, what can you use data science to do? And he went through every aspect of it, which in master's degree, they don't know how to teach you that. Really, in your master's degree, after learning many things, they tell you to narrow it down to one thing. And when that man said that to me, I said, this is interesting because somebody who has reached the end of data science as a postgraduate student in computer field and in data sciences, coming to a, a meeting like this, a training like this, and validating the, the, the importance of this training, and to him, it opened up more to him 
Many things that he had learned, how he can apply them and get better in his career. A man like that who did that is a man who has shone the light. Let your light shine. Understand the fact, you cannot affect people if yourself you are not thorough. Jesus says, let your light shine. That, you know, it says, if I said, uh, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Your light must give light to everyone in the house. Anything that you are, you must affect everybody in this house. Everybody in the house, the family, the household of God. If you are an engineer, a doctor, a psychologist, or whatever you are, a lawyer, you must affect everybody in the house. This man will have charged for the service. He will have been paid a lot of money for it, but he had given it free. And let me say something to you. I'm taking it to my live television program to let the world know what we produce in Christ with Tabernacle. The same thing, our conf- the youth conference in Nigeria that we are doing, I've asked him if he's able to go to that youth conference with me. I'll be taking him to the movers and shakers of the nation, and we are, be, we are going to be ad- advertising on television, you know, about, about, you know, our ability to do this, and bring as many people to, you know, we can among the youth and empower them in that nation. That is letting your light shine and so that the light will shine to everyone in the house. And the Bible says, let your light shine before men. If I talk about the house, then you talk about men, which is your nation. You know, one of the testimonies with God is that one of the brothers who attended the data science class, that brother has a, a, a vision and an ind- industry that he has he has already begun to work on. That is to bring students together, you know, from all over African countries. And he found out that with this data science class he had done, he can really take that business to the prime of the world. Okay? Now, I'm connecting that man with, with Silicon Valley in America. Because we have members of this house now entrenched in the bone marrow of world science in Silicon Valley. Ideas only need to be sold to the people who really are into it, and they will fund it. Facebook started like that. YouTube started like that. Who knows where God will take that idea? Only because somebody in this house, you know, uses skill to train on data science. So your light must shine in the house. Not only that, it must shine among men in your office, in your neighborhood, you know. And this, this week, really, we went through so many one of the members started on Monday by coming to teach people on um, um, teeth. How you, the dentist among us came to teach us about taking care of your teeth, which some do not know. And so at the age of 45, your teeth, your gum is gone. Even those of you who are 40, 60, 70, you should see have sound teeth and sound gum. To the age of 120. Is that not correct? Moses was 120 and his eyes did not grow dim. The Bible says so. Amen. And then on the second day, one of us also came and taught us about taxation. Tax planning. How you can make the best of your income. Especially when you are earning beyond the uh, low tax ban. That is, you know, over 45K or 46K. How can you 
plan the rest of your income to your benefit rather than paying 40% tax to the government. The government of our country allow it. But if you don't know it, you'll just be paying all your money that you should enjoy your old age out. What about those of you who are into estate? The most effective way you can use that, because there's a lot of laws around, you know, buy to let. There's a lot of privileges for first-time buyers. It covered all those things on the second day. And on the third day, we covered the issue of Brexit. Yes? And what is going to happen, uh, what is Brexit itself? What is European Union? We looked at it. What is the single market? What does it mean? Those who came in that meeting now understand very well. If they tell them to vote, they vote with knowledge. Not because the press say. All the lies of the press, we exposed it. The truth of the matter, we exposed it. And then talked about where, where is the money now? If there's a crunch in this country, where is the money going? Where can you invest your money? What should you look into? What are the international co- collaboration between our country and other countries? Which countries are Britain collaborating with now in the area of investment and, and, uh, and bilateral trade? So that you can know what to do. You have a little gift. Where should you go and expose the gift so that you can get funders? It was given to you on, on Thursday. And then we had the one who is a counselor among us too. And who came to teach us how can you be a politician as a Christian and still get through into the parliament. The parliament is looking for black minorities to be represented. Because we are underrepresented not only in the parliament, we are underrepresented in Greenwich Borough. If you go to the Greenwich Borough Council there, the number of, the ratio of Africans there, of black people there, Afro-Caribbean, they are so insignificantly small compared with the ratio of our statistics in this city. What about getting involved with school, school governorship, getting involved with your neighbor, you know, the social actions within your neighborhood. All those things we are told to you on Friday. You know something? The end of this conference, therefore, the light is shining already. Amen. I said the light is shining already. Amen. It encourages me that I can see fruits from this house running this operation in my lifetime. And I told you, for my next 20 years, I am backing off from the, the local church so that I can go to the ends of the earth. That is my calling. To go to where Satan lives and make sure there is no rest for the, for the devil or the wicked. Bringing the light of God into idol-worshipping areas, areas that people have been afflicted by the devil, setting the cartel free. That's what I want to do for the rest of my 20 years. So that on this pulpit, people like yourselves who have proven themselves, who I can see the glory of their light, can take over this, this spindle before me. And they can take this vision beyond where I'm able to. And so therefore, it says, let your, deed, let your light shine that men may see your good works, your good deeds. And I help you understand what the deed is, which is the performance your deed is an action that is performed intentionally and consciously. And your deeds must be a deed that is seen by men, and your deed must glorify God. My next 10 minutes, I've just clocked my 18 minutes now. My next 10 minutes, let me just help you understand this, which is the spiritual. We discovered that Jesus said that we are the light of the world, isn't it? 
But at the same time, in the book of John, chapter, chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 5, it tells us the source of the lie. It says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God at the beginning. By Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of man. So we discover the source of light is from Christ. Life of Christ is what brings the light. It says the light shines in darkness and darkness has not understood it. Or darkness cannot overcome it. Or darkness cannot comprehend it. Now, that tells you and I that anybody that shines the light inside him of Christ, no power of darkness can overcome him. No power of darkness. You will not be one of those who is praying against Satan all your life. Leave Satan alone. Let him go and do his job. If you are the job that Satan is not working on, then something is wrong with your light. Because the Bible says the light shines in darkness, and darkness cannot comprehend it. Darkness cannot overcome it. Satan cannot understand a born-again child of God. So if you are always over-bamboozed by the devil, check whether you are really saved. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, check where you are going wrong. To be a Christian is not just to come to church every Sunday. Christians do come to church on Sundays, but those who come on Sundays alone are not really born again. Because nobody goes to, go to his work one day in a week and earns salary at the end of the month. If you see anybody who does his work now twice in a week, in a week and earns fast salary, he had overworked himself for some years to earn that. And so if you are born again, it means that you have accepted Jesus, and it means that you truly love God. And if you truly love God, it is known by your attraction towards God. If you don't have such attraction towards God, check yourself again. Your salvation may not be certain. He says the light shines in darkness. Those are the kind of people that Satan overcome, Satan, you know, sabotage, and they start looking for prayer here and there, begging for prayer. A born again for five years, for ten years, and you are still begging people for prayer all over the place. That is, they are conducting deliverance for you. Oh, they have, today Satan overcome you, they have to pray for you. Tomorrow you are the same one. Next tomorrow you are the same one. And you claim to be born again. That is different to what the Bible tells me. The Bible tells me that light shines in darkness and darkness cannot overcome. Let me help you know this. I'm not talking in any way about prayer of agreement. Because I can come to you to agree with me in prayer. As you also can come to me or another person to agree with you in prayer. But our prayer is not because Satan is overcoming us or Satan is sabotaging us. No, 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 no. Because for Satan, you need to shine the light. You need to shine the light. So we get it now. But having said that also, we discover that John, that verse 5, says, Sorry, 1 John chapter 1 verse 5 it says this is the message we have heard from from uh, we have heard from him and declare to you god is light in him there is no darkness so therefore god is light jesus is the life that came from god in jesus is the light that shines and those that jesus lives in are the light of the world but the most amazing thing we saw here was that Really, Jesus himself calls himself the light of the world. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. In the book of John 9, 1 to 5, it says in verse 1, As he went along, he saw a man born blind, Jesus Christ. 
His disciple asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man of his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But the, this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. And then he says, as long as it is day, I must do the work of my father who sent me. A night is coming when no one can walk. Then he says, while I'm in this world, I am the light of the world. Now, Jesus said, when I'm in this world, I am the light of the world. Then he went further in chapter 5, verse 14, to say, to 16, that you are the light of the world. Now we understand the, the, the implication of those statements. Jesus said, when I'm in the world, now Jesus has gone. Jesus has gone. So he said, when I'm in the world, I am the light. But then he says, after I've gone, you are the light. So we, ha- we saw that Jesus hand over the towel to us. If you go and read the book of Kings, you will discover Elisha hand the mantle to Elijah hand the mantle to Elisha, and Elisha performed double dimension of miracles. So if Jesus hand the mantle to you, what are you doing with your mantle? What are you doing with your mantle? The focus of my discussion with you today is this. Somebody needs to wake up. There is an evil I see under heaven, says the book of Proverbs. An error that proceeds from a prince. Slaves are on the horseback, riding on horseback, and princes are walking barefooted. Wrong order. Those who are ruling the world are not born again. Whereas, the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Alright? And it says all things are yours. So, which means it should be a wrong or it, is a, it, should, it should be the opposite. Christians should be leaders in anything they do. Christians should be successful in everything they do. Blessed is the man who works on the council of the wicked or sits in the seat of scoffers. He says whatever he does, he prospers. Christians are supposed to be imagining great things that will revolutionize this world. Because all good things come from God. They come from above. But for that to be with, to happen to you, uh, of course I know some of you are manifesting it. But if you are not manifesting it, something is wrong with your life. God is going to ask you what you did when you are a member of this church after death. But what you did now, what you are doing now will affect your ease in life. I will together now. Jesus said, while I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. Now that I'm gone, you are the light of the world. And if Jesus said this statement in, on the occasion where he healed the blind, it means that you and I, inside us, is the power to heal the blind. Is the power to raise the dead. Is the power to heal the lame. The anointing is inside us. Because Jesus said further in John chapter 17, As the Father sent me, I have sent you. And he said, The glory that I received from the Father, I give to you too. And so if Jesus has handed over to us what he received from the Father, tell me what can hinder you but you. No power can hinder a Christian. No witch or wizard have any power to stop a Christian. The only thing that can stop a Christian is that Christian. No wonder 
Hosea says, my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, says the Lord, I also have rejected you as my servant. Finally, for you, light of the world, I will say to you an admonition. Remember the rock from where you are hewn. This success you see today, the men came here to sing. During the week, we had many programs and everything went well. It is some people among you who gave themselves to God, to be used to plan it. If you are in this church for more than one month, and you saw this that has happened today with the men, and you are a man, and you wonder what is going on, why don't you decide to change your attitude from now, not next year? from now the church is not a place for people to just to come and go no it's a family of god the family of god it is the family of god when you belong to a family you must have a duty in the house as a child of god i'm not talking about general duty which all of us has there is something unique about you in this household that god wants to use and you must commit yourself to serve god Listen to me. I want everyone to give me the attention. I taught you for two months about the spell of the devil. And I showed you that anytime a man is thinking anything to do something, and is contrary to what the Bible says, it's demons that is trying to, 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 to manipulate you. When you give yourself to demons, you fail. As, as, to as little, applying to as little as... Students have examination day coming. And you never read. I will read tomorrow. I will read until one week before exam. And you start reading. Tell me what success can you have. The most brilliant students have become the dullest product. People who should be great in life have become wimps. Frustrated. Because Satan overpowered their mind. And change their mindset. Whereas the Bible says, whatever you have to do, do it with all your heart. Ask unto God. And so I want to, wake up, I want to give a wake-up call to every one of you who are under my voice. This is the time to serve the Lord. This is the time to be serious with God. This is the time that none of us should miss any prayer meeting. Don't be one of those people that when tragedy comes, that's when you run to God and begin to plead for mercy. If you serve God truly, you will have stood in a position where tragedy cannot come near you. And that is why you come to a church like this where the truth is preached. We don't only preach Jesus here. We experience Jesus here. You have cloud of weaknesses. Not just me. We. A good number of us. And so... I read the scripture, then we pray. First John 1, 5 to 7. It's, this is walking in the light, I advise you. This is the message we have heard from him and declare that God is light. In him there is no darkness. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness, we lie. And do not live in the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. 
and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sins. Do we get it now? We have fellowship with one another. And then 1 John 2, 8 to 11. He says, yes, I am writing you a new command. It's truth. It's sin in him and you. Because the darkness is passing or has passed. And the true light is already shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother lives in the light. And there is nothing in him to make him stumble. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. He does, he does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded him. Now let me help you understand that to love your brother is not talking about passion. It's talking about God's love. You cannot love your brother if you do not love God. Because the first law says, that I love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy might, with all thy soul. And then it says, thou shalt love your neighbor. What you call love is different from what the Bible calls love. To love your brother is impossible unless you love God first. And if you love God really, you will not be looking for what God can do for you because he's done everything for you. Love is what can I do for God. It is in your love for God that you discover that your love for humanity is just the same. And demonstration of love for humanity is how much help do you give? God is calling every one of us to a challenge now. You are the light of the world. A city that is built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a lamp and put it under a bushel. It says, let your light shine therefore, so that men may see your good works and praise your Father in heaven. Then it says that if a man shines his light, he will be put on the stand so that the whole home can benefit from him. By this time next year, God will multiply you exponentially. CFT is shifting. Lord, I'm sorry. Yes, the Lord said it's not shifting. He said CFT has shifted. That's what God said to me. He said, you are not shifting. I have shifted you on the zero hour of 2018, says the Lord. And we have seen tremendous testimonies since the time. The boat has started to fly. Let everyone join in the trend of God that is moving in this household. I don't want you to be one of those who will see, you'll be hearing things happening among us. And you'll be saying, but I belong to the church, but you know you don't really belong. Because you just tricked and pick where you come. In this church, there's no need to face anyone. The solution is here. And people who are around to be taught also are receiving the help that is available. Why would you deprive yourself of such a fellowship? We want to leave this place today 
I want to serve God more than we had ever. I would like to pray with us. Shall we stand up together, please? Our God and our King, these are the men you have given to Christ with Tabernacle, London. We have representation from Birmingham, and they represent all men of CFT globally, from India to Africa. I pray for them. Every son have inside them the gene of their father. When you bring people under an oversight, it is because those people you have brought have a destiny that is interlinked with the one whom you have sent. And you give direction to the one who you have sent, which he will speak unto the people. The people receive direction from what is being spoken, and destinies are fulfilled. Father, I agree with these people and pray. Every way the enemy has set out to shipwreck destiny in this church, we stand against it in the name of Jesus. The Bible says the light shines in darkness, and darkness cannot comprehend. Satan will not be able to comprehend you. Demons will not be able to comprehend you. I say, your light begins to shine brighter than ever before. I say, your light begins to shine brighter than ever before. Lord, I pray for everyone under my voice. As the older ones are getting older, Father, empower them to mentor the younger one into your God. Every gift you give to each member of this household, in this very season, Father, empower them to be able to use it for the benefit of humanity. By this time next year, industries that will create employment for humanity, let them spring from here. Rulers that will take their stand in the place of decision and policy, let them rise from this place. I pray for both young and old men and women, my God and King. In accordance with your fulfillment, skills that will distinct us everywhere we go, I decree to everyone under my voice, receive in the name of Jesus Christ, ability to shine, ability to be distinct, ability to be preferred than every other person, receive in the name of Jesus, favor from heaven, grace to manifest, let it come in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Anyone that is under my voice that came with sickness, you and your sickness, you are separated. As a shaft is blown out of the wheat, by the mighty wind of God, your sickness are blown away from your body. I command your bodies to be healed. I command your bodies to be healed. I command your bodies to be healed. I say your bodies are healed. Anything lacking which should produce health, but it is lacking in your system, I plug you to the provision of heaven. Receive them in the name of Jesus Christ. For men, boys grow to become men, and men become husband, and then they become father. Everything that our men need. To be able to play their role as God has created them. Father, I decree, receive in the name of Jesus Christ. A man should be the provider of the home. If there be anyone among us 
who are not in that position, because of our self-inflicted ignorance, we ask for mercy. We ask for mercy. We ask for mercy. Father, restore in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Men are supposed to be the prayer warriors of the church. Those that you have put into them power, and Satan had paralyzed their morale. Today, be healed in the name of Jesus. Be restored in the name of Jesus. Rise up, O Christ with Tabernacle. Put on your old strength. Father, everyone that is in this house today, that is struggling with success, it is the ease from heaven that gives grace to succeed. When grace was upon Daniel as a slave, he became prime minister. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were slaves at 13. They went as refugees to Babylon. But when the grace of God located them, they became minister, cabinet ministers in Babylon. Ah, Esther went into Babylon as a slave and she became queen. My God and my Father, the grace to manifest destiny, let it rest upon everybody. Every attitude of laziness that Satan put into people to frustrate their destiny, I destroy in the name of Jesus. Yes, also, some people pursue shadow. Satan makes them pursue shadow. That is one of the things we are dealing with tonight in our home group. Inability to operate in imagination of the spirits. That they have vain imagination sold to them by Lucifer. And so they will spend many years of their life pursuing shadow. And they will grow old to an age and discover I've wasted all my usage. And then the spirit of frustration will be sent from hell to frustrate them. And make them believe you can never make it again. Some of them end up in suicide. Some of them end up in sicknesses. My God, anyone under such pretense of devil, I command deliverance today in the name of Jesus. I break the chain in the name of Jesus. Fail to be removed in the name of Jesus, right? Today is the first day of the seventh month, the month of Revelation. May the spirit of Revelation descend upon all 